0: Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium, and of course, my new publishing company called Zivi Books. And now, back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi! Hi! Hello! Enjoy the show. Jasmine Guillory is the author of While We Were Dating. She is the New York Times bestselling author of six romance novels, including The Wedding Date, The Proposal, and Now While We Were Dating. Her work has appeared in O, the Oprah Magazine, Cosmopolitan, Bon Appetit, and Time. She lives in Oakland, California. Welcome, Jasmine. Thank you so much for coming back on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books for a second time for While We Were Dating. Thank you so much for having me. It's great. so fun to talk to you. I loved this book. You have such a way of getting people right into your stories. I mean, immediately I was like, okay, who has Ben? When can I meet him? <laughs> what, like, I have a picture in my head. He's like so charming. I, anyway. And then Anna, of course, I, it, your characters just come to life right away. It's really amazing and it like draws you right in. So. Thank
1: you so much. It's so funny because usually when I'm writing, I kind of know immediately who the woman is, but it takes me a little while to, like, get into the character of the man. It was the opposite this time. Ben, like, jumped into my head (laughs) full-formed. I knew exactly who he was from the very beginning, and so that he was a
0: lot of fun to write. Do you ever wonder if, like, these characters are... (laughs) This is going to sound so ridiculous. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. But do, do you ever wonder if, like, these are actual people, like, living somewhere? Like, how do they come so clear
1: to the I don't minds know. I of think, novelists? I mean, it it's amazing. It who are these bother? people? I think about that all the time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really do think about it all the time. Because I, because especially with, with this book, because I sort of knew who he was, like, right away. And often, I sort of, when I start with a character, I kind of start with, like, a germ of something from someone else, you know, or, or from myself or whatever. But this time it was just like, I knew the whole person. (laughs) And so it, I do sort of think about like, is this a person living somewhere? Right? <laughs> that yeah. No. And someday I will meet them and be like, you, you are Ben. Exactly.
0: What if he's out there? Yeah. Maybe he speaks a different language or something. Hey. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows where he is? <laughs> I know when I was reading, I mean, I still am reading a lot of fiction, but like sometime last year, I was like, okay, this girl in this book has to meet this girl in this book. They, like, I and I'm like, I want to put them in touch. And I got yeah, in touch with like the two it, authors. Friends. Yeah, right. Like Ben, I just like, you know, he would be, he'd love this guy I just met and had a call yeah. with, you know. <laughs> so funny. Wow. So when you, so wait, go back for people listening. Sorry. As I jump into my own conversation, I digress. (laughs) digress. Could you like give a little plot synopsis of while we were dating?
1: Yeah, While we were dating is about Ben and Anna. Ben is an advertising executive. Anna is a Hollywood star and she is the starring in like a new ad campaign that he's doing. And then, you know, they're sort of immediately attracted to each other, but they're not going to do anything about it because they're working together. And then he kind of rescues her and helps her with a family emergency and things get much more interesting from there. <laughs> <laughs> the way you set up that sexual tension though, like
0: even when he was putting on the microphone, you know, the, the lavalier or whatever in the photo shoot and like touching her back and, oh my gosh. I mean, you could just like feel it, You could like feel the, you know, and he's like, oh, you have to go here. Like no flights. Okay. Like I'm just going to drive you. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah. So do you just, do you have like a dream guy who would play him like I'm only asking I think because this is such a visual thing and it's all about like film like the you know the advertising and her her being famous and all of that
1: well do you know what's so funny is that I get that question a lot for I know sorry no it's okay but I never have a good answer for it because I really like I envision a person right somebody else yeah who like I have a very clear picture in my mind of who Ben is but he's not like I like, I know authors who sort of see someone and kind of think of a character based on that. And I kind of am the opposite. So sometimes I will see someone after the fact and think like, oh, you would make a great Ben, but it's never the other way around. But I will say for this book, I did see like, it was after I had turned in the manuscript, but before the book came out, I saw a a press shot from a movie that Namdi Asamoah and, oh, I forget her name. I will remember it. Did together, and I saw the picture, and I was like, "Oh, that's Vinnianna, that right there." Uh (laughs) So it was part of it was just their chemistry together, you know. And so, but sometimes it is it is more about like it's more about the vibe that someone gives off than like exactly how they look.
0: Interesting. Well, so in addition to the whole chemistry, sexual whatever going on with them and how that develops over time, and the things that she asks him to do and where this is going and all of that. You also have a whole family element too, to the story. So Ben and his brother, Theo, and then can I say about finding out what, because that oh,
1: happened yeah, because yeah. was kind of at the beginning.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. So how he was reached out to you out of the blue once and again by a woman who was claims to be his half sister, and where that whole plot line progresses. And I saw even in your discussion questions how you were like, "What would you do if you got an email like like that?" And I was starting to think, like, "Hmm, what would I do?" If? <laughs> anyway, so what would you do if you found out something like that?
1: You know, it's funny because I have known a number of people who have gotten like that's sort of where I had the idea who have gotten emails like that, either you know, siblings or like distant family who they've, you know, found out through these, like, online ancestry things. And so I really, like, kind of thought about, it makes you really think about the nature of family and, like, do you want to, I mean, because I feel like it would be impossible not to want to meet the person, right? And see, but also sometimes it it also depends on your relationship with that side of the family. And like, do you really want to? And like, do you care? And so it, I think it really does bring up a lot of interesting character elements.
0: Totally. And even like whether or not to tell your other siblings is a big question, yeah. right? Why keep it a secret? Why? you know, I don't know. I feel like if I got the email, I'd probably tell everybody I've ever met. I'd probably post it the next day or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, which would be the wrong thing to do, but I would do it anyway. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So you also have the whole element of fame, right? And the downside of fame and how fame and mental health are sort of inversely related, like negative mental health. Talk a little bit about that.
1: I mean, I think, you know, kind of first in the mental health element, like I was writing this book during the spring and summer of 2020. Right. And it was kind of everybody I knew was like thinking and talking about mental health. And so it felt impossible. Like it just, it, it just felt natural to bring that element into the book because I was thinking about it so much. And I also think like, I knew, I, I knew even before, like long before I started writing the book that, you know, was going to be uh, an actress. And so that felt so natural to bring those things together because, you know, it's sort of the, Part of it is like her ambition and like she really wants this and she loves her job and yet difficult things come along with that. And so it really it felt natural to kind of tell those stories all together. Well, it was
0: really nice to see. A movie star who was acting so normal in a way, like seeing her with her family and having people with like the gentle ribbing that like parents do, in yeah. you know, like keeping people grounded. And like, nobody cares. Right? Yeah, like, nobody, cares. Like, nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares. <laughs>
0: That's like, just her yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Right. Did you talk to any celebrities or do any research or was this more like imagination based on us weekly or
1: <laughs> I did a, I read a lot of celebrity memoirs mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also talked to no celebrities but I talked to like friends who have worked with celebrities Got to it. sort of see, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff. So that part was really interesting. I mean, I really
0: think that celebrity like until recently I've met like a few celebrities and until I started meeting a few celebrities, honestly, for this podcast, I just really didn't even think about them. Like people, like, like I really didn't. And I know that sounds ridiculous. Obviously we are all just people, but I was like, Oh, I I don't know. It's just so different. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, not, not really. Right. I I don't know. Okay. We can't, Or download the app today and use code BOOKS, B-O-O-K-S, all caps, to get one month of the gold package for free, plus 15% off all tiles. That's life360.com, code BOOKS.
1: Yeah, it was funny because a few, I guess last month I was on the Today Show and I was there on a day when Jenna Bush Hager was like sort of dressing. It was a, they were talking about Sex and the City and Jenna Bush Hager kind of dressed up as like, a, you know, had a carry dress on and stuff. And I was texting with my publicist about it afterwards. And she you know, said like, oh, Jenna looks great. I was like, oh yeah, she was so self-conscious about wearing that. And my publicist said like, oh, it it seemed, I, I can't think of like a celebrity being self-conscious about it, but she, but she was really like, I never wear shoes like this. you know. And so it was very interesting to kind of see that behind the scenes thing.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like trying to get somewhere with my kids the other day, holding like a thousand bags and like, just like one of these mom moments where I was just like, so bedraggled. I think I was probably in my pajamas in like a hotel lobby or something terrible. And I'm like, do you think Reese Witherspoon does this? Like, right? I I feel like, how do I get myself into these situations? Like, yeah. I, no, no, I can't imagine anybody, you know, I think Jennifer Garner is doing this right now. I don't think that, but who knows? Maybe they are. <laughs> wow. Well, it was really nice getting to know this actress, Anna, and the inside of her and feeling, you know, her emotional life and feeling like I, like now I have a friend who's sort of gone through this. Um, so it, must, it must've must been really fun to write.
1: It was really fun to write. It was a really fun book to write, yeah. Wow. And it was really, I mean, because, like, you know, because I was writing it, like, kind of in those first, (laughs) you know, six months, really, of the pandemic, it was, in many ways, like, my escape from the hardest stuff. And, like, that was, you know, that August in California, it was a really, there were a lot of fires that month. It was a really scary month for, you know, pandemic and, like, fires and, like, everything else. And so it was really, like, I'm going to ignore everything else that's going on in the world and just like hide inside the story. And so that was that was like my my real joy <laughs> in the pandemic was writing this
0: book. Well, it's so great to be able to transport yourself just like you transport the readers, right? It's like when we can't do anything or go anywhere or whatever, you just like open a book. It mean, yeah. sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> overly simplistic, but it's like magic every time. It's really cool. To do, it's so interesting to me to be interviewing people now and seeing all the different things that came out of that time. Yeah, and it's like a science experiment, right? right. How really. did you get through? Like, I don't even have to like. Okay, you know. And then there's yeah. another book about like, you know, that all that focuses entirely on the pandemic. right? So people go in every different way.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also funny because my next book comes out in a few months called "By the Book." It's a a Beauty and the Beast retelling yes you know, I just heard but, about that and, yes 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 yeah and it is funny because like I also I also wrote that during the pandemic and I didn't do it on purpose but as I was like doing kind of my final read of the book a few weeks ago I was like oh yeah wow I was definitely going through the pandemic emotions as I wrote this book <laughs> like you can <laughs> like it doesn't make any reference to the pandemic but it is very much a book written during the pandemic you know and so those are things that you can sort of really identify I mean at least I can identify I'm sure readers will be able to
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about by the book it's for adults still though it's not uh, y- yeah a. it's
1: for adults they Disney is doing this series of sort of contemporary retellings of princess stories and so the first one was a Cinderella that came out this past summer called if the shoe fits by Julie Murphy oh, yes yeah. And so mine is a bell story. And so it is about a uh, woman, Isabel, she works in publishing. She sort of has a kind of bottom of the wrong job in publishing. And she has to go to Santa Barbara to kind of try to get this celebrity to finish his memoir. And so she ends up living in, in his, you know, enormous house with him to kind of push him to write the memoir for the next few months and so it's all kind of their story and how that happens.
0: Oh, I like it. Awesome. Yeah. I have a book coming out in July called Bookends, a memoir of love, loss and literature. Maybe we should oh, do like we should do like a virtual event yeah. or something about yeah, Book, book yeah. themed books or something, (laughs) something like that. So are you, have you already written another book then since then you're like cranking
1: them out? I am in the midst of it. (laughs) I am in the midst of it. Yeah. And what's that one? I'm not ready to start talking about that one yet, but you'll know as soon as I I can. Okay. All right. I I I never like to talk about a book until it's like turned in and done. <laughs> so, cause you never know when things can change. <laughs> there are things that I told my editor about the book that I'm like, Oh, actually that's not happening anymore. So <laughs>
0: yeah. Have you thought about doing more continuations? You know, I'm like looking
1: at party of two behind you and I'm like, Oh, I wonder how they're doing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Actually that, well, the next one is going to be kind of a brand new beginning. So I hope people like it. Okay. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll leave it alone. Amazing. Well, what advice would you have for aspiring authors?
1: I think my advice is really, I think I have two big, really big pieces of advice. One, read a lot, like read, you know, especially in the genre that you want to write in, but like lots of other books too. I get so many ideas from reading other books, from reading books in your genre. You kind of think about the patterns and how people write and like what readers expect. And, and what you like and don't like. I mean, there are books that I've read that I that I read that I didn't like that really helped me think like, why didn't I like this book? I don't want to do it this way or that way, you know? And so that I think is as helpful as reading books you do like. And I think rereading books really helps. Like when I started writing, I wasn't like, there were certain things I was good at and certain things I wasn't. Like dialogue, I was kind of iffy at. And then I kept, I would reread books that I knew did it, oh did it well. And I kind of thought about, how did they why did why did this does this work how can i make my writing work in the you know in in the way that theirs works and it's it's not like copying because you're reading a lot of different people and kind of thinking about how it works and then translating that to your own work but that i think is was very helpful for me and then just like write a lot you know keep practicing i think we all you know when you see when you see a book published it is usually the you know, for me, it's like the, I don't know, ninth or 10th draft. And so I think writing a first draft and thinking, oh, that's terrible. Sure. Me, it is. My first drafts are always terrible. Like keep working at it and keep going because there's so many things like I, you know, something won't work and I just kind of keep going. And finally it does, but it really takes a while. And like, that's okay. Be patient with yourself, but keep going back to the work.
0: Sounds great. Well, if you had to do like a where is Ben today, what do you think he'd be doing?
1: You know, I feel like right now in sort of in the midst of the pandemic, he'd be holed up in, in Anna's house with her I'm pretty <laughs> happy. Home while she's like out filming a movie. <laughs> yeah. Holding down the fort.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much. This was really fun. And your book was really fun. Fun for me is a very positive word. My husband, whenever we're like shopping for something or I'm like, that's fun. He's like, you can't call like a carpet fun. He's like, now I've realized that fun means good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I thought the book was really fun.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I love learning. (laughs) Have a great day. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books.